you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Happy Friday, everyone. We have a full lineup. Uh, let's just sled, ski, snowboard our way in to Winter House. I'm here for it. I devoured Winter House. I think, you know, what's fun about Winter House so far and is what I love about Summer House, it's truly just like debauchery and just a distraction from drama and life. It's just fun to watch hot drunk people make bad decisions. I mean, it, I love that they're not even trying to make it seem like, oh, we're friends. We just wanted to go on a, like a winter break. They're like, no, we're just going to do two weeks of getting super drunk. We're bringing really attractive people together. I mean, I feel like Paige vaguely <laughs> knows Jules. Like, I don't think they're like very close friends at all. Like they basically did a limited two photo shoot when they were younger and somehow stayed in touch. I just feel like this is a bit of a stretch, but it's a great way to bring in all these models. And I really don't care. Oh yeah. A thousand percent. One, I was thrilled to see a timeline in the beginning that there were like 17 days and, you know, Craig and Austin are like, what are we going to do the next two weeks? And I'm actually glad we got the explanation and the connection to Stowe, Vermont, because when I heard that we're filming there and listen, we're from the Midwest. I don't know much about the upper Northeast, I just, it felt very random to me. Oh, Vermont's like a a ski spot. Oh, I know that, but like, I don't know. Still, I've never heard of Oh, I just figured, I kind of gathered they were just like, what's a great place? Because majority of them live in the New York area. So they're not going to like go out to like, yeah, you know, Colorado. And so I figured they're like, oh, let's just, what's something in the Northeast? And I know Vermont's like a hot skiing spot. We actually have a good friend who has a a ski house. No, you're right. I just love the connection to Kyle. And like the history to Stowe, like it just, I I like that piece of it. Like talking about his family and how they skied there and it didn't feel like they just picked a random place. So I, I enjoyed that. Um. All right. Let's talk about these new guys there. I mean, they are very hot. I, if they're going to try to tell me that they've never watched summer house or watched Bravo, I'm going to call bullshit because they came in fully knowing the assignment. Like on is it Andrea Andre I've heard it pronounced both ways on the show Andrea had definitely came in was like I'm going to flirt and woo all these women I think he's laying it on very 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 thick but I kind of like it because it's been a while since we've seen that on the show where majority of these people are single 
you know, we look back at the last summer house and Hubs was in a relationship. Danielle's in a relationship. Amanda and Kyle obviously engaged. Paige was technically with Perry at the time. And then, you know, Hannah, let's just not even go there. So I'm like here for watching some flirtation and uh, I'm loving it. I also just love how the girls are. I just like the Sierra was like, well, if he likes brown girls or chocolate, I went, you know, like, yeah. just like fighting over him. It was just really funny and how they keep came out of the car and they're like, oh my God, he's Italian. And they didn't know how to do the European way of kissing and like, oh my God, we can't serve him this. It was just all like fun. I think, especially like for you and I, we're so outside of that world. I just enjoy <laughs> it vicariously through people who get to flirt and like start something. Okay. So can we just take a moment though? I loved everything, but Hardcore pushing of Loverboy, which is fine. Spoiler alert, I don't think Loverboy is that great. Like, I think it's one of those things that, like, I would use as a mixer, uh, a maybe sip on, but I wouldn't drink it all night like they are. The idea, though, of Loverboy Pong, I, like, my stomach turned. I really, like, I had, like, a, a moment of a dry heave. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. I I finally got to taste the actual, like, the iced tea ones when I was in Jersey, and um, those are better. That one's better. We had the spritzers. I think the spritzers are a bit sweeter. I've not had the espresso martini. I feel like that would like make me vomit just with caffeine. But uh, yeah, it's definitely like a drink. You have like one, maybe two, and then you'll switch to something else. But the thought of like playing pong with it is a bit much. Yeah. I mean, I like they did like champagne pong and I'm actually a little bit more down with that, even though it'd be a terrible hangover the next day. Um. All right. So let's talk about the rooms for a minute. I love that Kyle is saying like, this is ridiculous. Like they're all like fighting over the room that he gets so upset about it, but he just assumed he was going to get the primary, which is why he didn't even go look at the rooms. Like I just felt like he was acting like such a child. Like you're getting mad because you're not getting the one room you wanted, but then you're, you're kind of then saying it's unfair that Paige and Sierra assumed they were going to get it. I'm like, well, you assumed the same. It felt very like Ramona, Sonia going after the best room. Oh, I mean, and then he like looked at Amanda like it was her fault, but yet <laughs> did nothing about it the entire time. And then just got shit face, got so drunk and was just like, fuck it. And then it was her fault. I loved it. He was like gaslighting Amanda over the room yeah. situation. He's like, no, we're in the worst room and we can hear everyone. And I'm just like. Man, you're showing your age. This is a man who's pushing 40. You're just you're <laughs> he needs to like, sleep. He needs to sleep. And you're just kind of showing like, yeah, I need the best room. need my own bathroom. I will say not having a bathroom, that would suck. It, w- it would. And I also like, not to jump ahead to Potomac, I do feel like unless it's your husband or boyfriend or like brother, sharing a bathroom with another man is kind of weird. So like, he's going to have to share a bathroom now with uh, Lindsay, who I know he knows really well, but then also, I mean, he doesn't know Julia all that well. So then to have to like share a bathroom with her is kind of weird. And also does Lindsay know Julia? Like they're going to share a room and I think they're strangers. Yeah, no, I don't know how that situation is going to pan out. I wonder if Gabrielle and Julia will end up sharing because they're that makes more sense. They're supposedly best friends, so I bet they'll end up sharing, and Lindsay will get her own room. Okay, um, I almost skipped something. If you had to choose between oral sex and cheese, what would you pick? Cheese. 
everybody, like even my husband was watching. He's like, duh, cheese. Like Craig was like a hundred percent cheese. I want to say Austin, I cannot stand him. Like I, this has been a long journey of me disliking Austin more and more every time he's on my screen. And it's getting to the point where like, I don't want him fired because it's like, I love to hate him, but I knew he was going to chime in and say, I love to give oral sex more than receive. I'm like, you are just so thirsty and desperate. And I don't for one second believe that he's such a selfish, selfish asshole. He's not the guy that's like, Oh, I'm going to give more than receive. I am dying right now. I love a fired up Abby yeah. early. I hate Friday. him. I really do. I know. I just, there's nothing that brings, you should see how big <laughs> I'm smiling right now because I am so giddy when Abby gets like fired up about something guys. It's just like, Oh, you just feel it. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's annoying. I just love though that Madison managed to still like piss him off um, by appearing on the magazine. I love that we were so close to the timeline. It was like three months post their breakup and during all the JLo A-Rod drama. I I loved it. I love seeing him mad and annoyed. He's one of those people like you need him in the cast. I yes. know like I look at my girl Sierra and I'm like, no, like Austin is such a fuck boy. I think what he has going for him is his height. I don't know what it, else it is. And I think people have told us that in person he's, um, charming, attractive and charming, yeah. but I still think he's a douchebag. I sure. think it's the height. Um, I wouldn't say he's ugly by any means. He's not like repulsive, like other people that have been on our screen. Um, I just don't think he's like very attractive and I don't think his personality is like, it's not attractive to me. No, so not at all. I was just like, go Madison. Also, he's acting like it was like such a big deal. It's like, oh, I can never get away from my ex and somebody took my phone away. And I'm, I love how Craig's like, dude, if you can't get over your ex and have fun when we're just basically getting drunk every night for two weeks, skiing in this awesome house with great people, that's on you. Like, I think he just likes drama and attention. He so- totally does. He loves drama. I like that when he was hitting the piñata, he goes that ex MLB player, whatever he he said it's just funny to me, but I have to remember too. He's like shit face and yeah, just saying stupid things. But again, like the themes, I love that they're bringing the themes into Winter House. That's what we love so much about Winter um, Summer House. So I love the spring break party. At first, you know, when I saw the previews, I was like, why are they all like naked? I know. <laughs> now, now I get it. I mean, I don't think they needed an excuse. Um, the immediate hookups at the end, the hot tub, the zoom in on Paige's ass. She's got a great I, butt. I'm just, I didn't know she had ass. such a good butt. Great ass. Great ass. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a great watch. I Knowing that Paige and Craig are together, I feel like it would be awkward to watch that, like watch your girlfriend and hook up with another guy. But I think he's, I mean, I think Craig's pretty level-headed about that stuff. Actually. I've heard that he like makes a joke about it. Like he's apparently like said to people when asked about it because they are together now. He's like, she's got a great ass. I don't blame him for like wanting to grab it. So yeah, I think I like that he has a sense of humor about it. And I mean, he was with Natalie at the time, so he can't, you know, get mad at Paige for just doing her thing. But exactly. I am looking forward to Lindsay getting there. I'm looking forward to more hookups. I'm From what we've seen in previews and what we've been told, this really is going to be of a fall from grace for Austin. Like I think he's on a high right now. Cause he's got Sierra. Who's just so out of his league, Lindsay way out of his league. Like, you know, then Madison apparently calls him and like wants to get back together. But I think we're going to see like his true fuck boy personality come out. And we're going to, from what I've heard, he doesn't get the best 
edit, as they like to say, although how do you edit reality? Um, but anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm here for it. And I will say for those who struggle with finding something to watch with your husband, my husband really enjoyed Winter House and was like, I will continue to watch this with you. Oh, I'm sure. My, yeah. Kyle was all into it. I mean, it's just, it's just fun. There's no storyline really. I mean, other than just like, who's going to hook up with who and just watching, like, I feel like honestly for guys, it's like, oh man, like not that our glory days are over. That's yeah. dramatic. But like, you know, you look back and like, man, I used to rage hard and we would do this. And it just, you get a piece of your younger self watching it, even though some of them are in their thirties, but <laughs> yeah. Even though some of them are older than us, no big deal. Yeah. No All big right. Deal. Well, let's just uh, snowshoot way out West um, over to Beverly Hills. This was really a, a strong focus on Erica. She wasn't quite yet on the grill. You know, he didn't, I mean, she had some tough questions, but I think these were most of the questions we were anticipating. I think in the next part, we might get the ones we were hoping that were going to be asked, but I liked that they asked her about like, has she been enjoying the, the divorcee life? I, I, th- I truly believe they had an agreement. I don't think either one of them was faithful in their marriage, but I think that was like either an understood and verbal agreement or just like this unwritten rule that neither one of them was going to really have to be faithful. I kind of wonder if it was a situation where she had to know about it and then it got like, she got pissed once she knew it was behind her back. I don't really know. Honestly, I do feel her pause when he asked how she had any hookups like that to me tells me like she probably did, but definitely like when did they file for divorce? November, 2020. So we at least yeah, election day. Been, yeah. At least we know she's been like getting her since probably last year, um, fall of last year. Um, Cause clearly she's been talking about how she needs a big dick <laughs> and everything. So um, there's that, but I don't know that I believe that. I don't know that I believe that. I also don't believe that. So she then starts, like she was being asked, you know, like, I know how much you make on this show. You know, why wouldn't you leave him? Did you stay for the money? And she flipped it and was like, I didn't have access to this money. Every paycheck I got went to him. I couldn't like, I couldn't get to the money if I wanted to. It doesn't make sense at all from other things she's being like from what she's told in previous interviews where she's basically like, I didn't just marry him for money. I, you know, I make my own money too. And all this stuff. I don't, she just keeps backpedaling. I think she forgets that like you've been on a show for a while. So there's a lot of receipts, but I, for me, I felt like she was almost trying to like, she keeps trying to think like do this performance and get sympathy. And I felt like she was almost trying to like take a page from the like Britney Spears book where it was like, I didn't have control of my own finances. I was like a, you know, a prisoner in my own life based on what we've seen. I'm not believing it. I think she just is kind of making this up. You know, I, I do, um, I do feel there are women out there who truly like marry someone who's rich. And I do think there's something to the power play. Oh, for sure. I, I believe that I think Erica has approached this all wrong. I think had she been more visceral, how pissed she is at Tom and how wrong she has been by Tom and how he fucked over people and now has fucked over her, I would have a lot more sympathy to her. 
I, I do think there's something with the power play. I did find it mind boggling that she would just like hand over a check. Like that to me is like a bit crazy as someone who's, you know, financially independent in my own relationship. I just, um, the whole thing was just a lot. It was honestly a lot to process. And it's still a lot, even hearing it. Like the fact that she, all the finances were at the firm, like, wouldn't that be such a red flag? Well, then also then what was going on, who was paying her $40,000 a month glam when she would go shopping and like, we see her on these trips and she's just swiping thousands of dollars. Yeah. Was this an, an imaginary bank account? Was she playing with monopoly money? Like I just, this is where I'm like, Erica, your stories don't track. It's also just like, you're smart. You know, I, I like, want to look at her and I feel like this is like the side. And I'm like, Erica, come on. You're smarter than that. Like if I finally was making, you know, my own money and $600,000 is what she's allegedly making. If I were had a handover, like, you know, a little over half a million dollars to my husband and it's going to his firm, I would be like, uh, like you would start to connect the dots and be like, this is a little fucked up. And like, well, start and then- to think of ways and you can open up a bank account. Like she, she doesn't see him. Like she can go open up a bank account. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot to digest. Well, then she's claiming that she like signed documents and there's these houses. She doesn't even know where they are. Like none, none of this is tracking to me. Then like, if you signed this shit, like, have you not seen the other woman? Like you can then go, like you have your ID. You could go to a bank. You could say like, here are my assets. My name's on this shit. I want some money. And like, I don't know. Like it just, none of it's tracking to me. There's old interviews where she was talking about how like she's seen the, the tax returns and she knows what they're like, you know, what they make and what they're paying and it's their money. And, and maybe again, this was her, as she said, highlighting the best of him. I'm just like, she's, I don't know. To me, it's just like, none of this is tracking. And then it shifts from that. Like, so they're like, so you stayed with him cause you didn't have access to money, but then you found a way to get out. And it conveniently lined up with when he also started to deteriorate from dementia, um, which also doesn't paint her in the best light. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm not understanding. Yeah. And there's no doubt he has dementia. I mean, we've seen yeah. it. He's like clearly deteriorated. And I mean, Tom and his actions. And if from what I've seen and the evidence has been presented, it feels like it's true. It's true. And it's horrible. It's truly horrible. It's like, I feel both horrible for how quickly he's deteriorated and horrible for all the things he did. It's like, it's honest. It's a shitty thing, but I, it was just confusing to me because I'm like, okay, so here's a man, you left him because of the dementia or like whatever. He wasn't the same person. He was like becoming more like vile or whatever, but then he's cheating. Like that, all that is confusing to me. And I don't know enough about dementia or have experience with that, but I'm just like, if this guy isn't all there, and that's like the the line of you're going with, but he is all there to like cheat with a woman and like be sneaky about it. Like, I don't know. It just is, it's just like, yeah. Aren't these other up. women like, oh, this isn't adding up. You can't remember my name. I will say when she said, when they showed the clip of him talking about the stories and like John Wayne and all that stuff. And they're like, he was so charming. He was so sharp. She was like, he was on a loop. That does make sense to me. I worked like, I didn't have a job throughout high school other than like babysitting. And then I realized I I applied to like workplaces and like, you have no relevant experience. So I was working on a memory care floor. I, I don't know how I landed at this job, um, but they paid great hourly, but I dealt with a lot of people with, this was at a assisted living place. I dealt with a lot of people with memory loss, dementia, Alzheimer's. 
it is true. Like I, for some of them, I would just pull out their like out photo albums and they could tell me every single detail about the day of their wedding. They couldn't tell me the name of like their grandkids though, because yeah. like their short-term memory is gone. That so, like, story made sense to me. That tracked. Yeah. That tracked. And I'm like, again, like this is like the PR parts of us. I'm like, why wouldn't you have like explained that? You know what I mean? Like, I just think she's been so reactive and so defensive that like on paper, she could have had us wrapped around her finger in some ways had she approached some of this so differently. And it feels like dishonest to me. I guess like if it were me in this situation, I think I would have said, there's not a lot I can talk to you guys about. I will say, I know this divorce comes as a shock. Part of it is because of how I have to protect myself legally. He has a lot of power. He's a well-known, well-connected lawyer in Beverly Hills. You know, so I've got to be careful. I'm just going to say he's not the person that he was when I married him from a mental health standpoint, from a, you know, personality, like over the years, there's just been a lot of things that have happened and I just needed to get out for myself and my safety. I think yeah. people would have bought that. Like I oh, would have. Yeah. I mean, and I think even if she said like, I'm, I'm mad. Like I think, and we're going to get that in the next episode, but just seeing more of her anger. And but her anger goes to crystal and that that's my oh thing my though. God. Yeah. Like, she's not angry at Tom. Like I don't, I don't see confusing. it. That, yeah. That's confusing to me, but um, another potential lie, Dorit's nose job. Dorit. There is not, I mean, there are amazing makeup artists. We have, like, I sometimes will like go down a rabbit hole on Instagram, watching people truly transform their face. Like it is unreal. And I, the power of makeup is amazing. There is not enough contour, amazing concealer. Like her nose is different. There, It is completely different than what it was. And that's okay. Like, all of these other women are admitting to all the stuff they've had done. I'm shocked that she won't say she got a nose job. Yeah. Yeah. And then they showed that clip as if like it like proved anything. I mean, I saw uh, Megan McCain was on watch what happens live and they were talking about this and she, her reaction just made me laugh. Cause it's, she's like, we have eyes Dorit. We can yeah. see <laughs> we have eyes. Our eyes tell us this is not the same. Like if you look, from photo to photo. But anyhow, that was, that was funny. Thanks Dorit for that. Um, Harry Styles. Uh, we could have gone a lot more, like gotten a little bit deeper on that. But like, Oh, Harry's a big fan of the show. And then Dorit's like, yeah, he asked for birthday videos from all of us. Wait, wait a minute. Harry Styles is asking the Beverly Hills housewives to wish him a happy birthday. Like I need to know more about how that came about. Who was asked? Who wasn't? Well, I mean, all we saw was Dorit's video, but they all were like, Oh yeah, we did that. I'm like, did all of you get to do this? Like what, what's going on? I, I need so more. much more on that. And now we need him on watch what happens live, which I'm sure they're trying to make happen. Maybe God, he's so hot more. too. He, like, no, uh, he, we fucking love Harry Styles here. Knowing he watches Bravo now. I'm like, Jesus, like there's the nothing about a man. who's just like comfortable with who he is and like all of it. And I'm just like, Oh, Watermelon sugar, baby. Yeah. He's got like a Mick Jagger sex appeal to him and that like he can dress very feminine and it still is very sexy. Cause like you said, he's just so comfortable and confident in who he is. I'm like, I think that's why older women really love him. Cause we appreciate <laughs> yeah. that more. We, yeah, like, we do. Like, yeah. You're like, have, have your way with me, Harry. So Seriously. Can I just say, so Lisa's talking about like Scott Disick and the breakup, like truly like her only storyline is her daughter. Um, how, so I was looking up this up because she said they met him like three times and I was looking at the, how long Amelia and Scott dated. They dated for nearly a year. Could you imagine only meeting like your 
child's significant other only three times. Well, this was during like peak pandemic because she mentioned how they were supposed to go on a trip for Thanksgiving and with Harry being a little bit older, like he and Lisa decided not to go, but Amelia um, and why am I blanking on the other one's name? Lola? No. Delilah. Delilah. Thank you. I am now for a second. I was like, wait, one of, uh, it's a different person's kid. Anyway. Um, so they decided to go with their boyfriends and Amelia brought Scott. So I think like, I'm sure if we asked Delilah, she probably met Scott a lot more. Um, but I think Harry and if I had to guess, it's probably more Harry being like a little bit more cautious about COVID, but I don't think they really traveled, um, much during that time. And I think Amelia and Scott did. So that, that might explain it. Yeah, I just, it is weird. I just, you know, but then I'm like, maybe that's just Hollywood. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Kathy. Oh, so I will say like Kathy start, they start talking about her and Kyle and how sad she gets about it. And I, you know, she is someone like they joke. She doesn't finish sentences. She did it in the reunion too. Like the other women will finish her sentences for her and not in a rude way, but I think they're just like, uh, America doesn't always get to just de- like, can't always decipher the Kathy um, language. But watching her not be able to finish him because she was like so emotional was just like such a like it was so heart wrenching. And she kept trying to hide her face while she was like crying. And that to me, it just made me like realize how deep the pain is about how much she misses her mom. And I think the issue with Kyle, an American woman, wasn't necessarily that she painted her mom in a bad light. It's just Kathy hasn't mourned the loss of her mom and isn't ready to like really even talk about it, let alone have it be a TV show. I think too with Kathy and like the level of wealth, I think it also comes in like, let's just let mom be mom is mom. Like I don't need someone to pretend to be my mom and like act out this life. And even though like Kyle's intent was like to show the goodness of all that I could under, I feel like Kathy's, you know, old school. I feel like this is like the Dolores me coming out, but just old school. And it's like, you know, let the dead rust let them rest. We don't need to commemorate her. She's how I see her, how I remember her. And she wants to like, hold on to that. She's protective of her memory. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. It just, it was, it was really sweet watching the two of them hug and be there to support one another. Um, And it was a side of Kathy. Like you, she's typically isn't very like emotional. She's very even keeled and just kind of, even as she's like talking about I thought she did a really great job of when she was talking to Garcelle and was like, I didn't know that before. Like she didn't try to, I think sometimes people try to act like, oh, I knew that. But what I meant was this, like Dorit does that too. And Kathy was just like, I didn't know that. And I'm really glad I learned it. And I think Garcelle was like very receptive of it, but she's just not someone who shows a lot of emotion, even when it's something that is maybe a little bit more uncomfortable. So to really see her like lose it, I was like, oh God, I just like, I think all like everyone, there's so many memes about how like, when Kathy cries, we all cry. It was just, yeah, it, was it just felt very genuine and authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think this goes back to Kathy has truly nothing to lose me on the show. She's rich as fuck. Yeah. Um, she doesn't even know the cameras are there half the time. And she's what we see of her is all of her. So I thought it was, a, it was a solid part too. Yeah. You know, and I will say, I'm like, I am so excited. We have four parts. Like there was a part of me that was like, are we going to have four parts of Erica Jane? Um, but I'm glad we're getting a lot of Erica, but a mix of other things in there too. 
All right. Um, before we go to Salt Lake City, we wanted to tell you guys about a new podcast with the editor from People Magazine, Zoe Ruderman. Her new show, Me Becoming Mom, People Editor Zoe Ruderman is sitting down with famous women to hear all about their journeys to motherhood. She'll talk to celebs about everything from trying to conceive for years, surprise pregnancies, IVF, surrogacy, adoption, unexpected home births. Uh, Nothing really is off limits in these conversations with these celebrities. They're emotional, candid, sometimes heartbreaking, but also very heartwarming. You'll hear from some of your favorite celebs, including our girl Hoda. V, I know you love Hoda. Love Hoda. Like I, if anyone ever tries to tell me Hoda is a mean person, I'll, I'll fight them. I will but, too. <laughs> also, Bravo love Candy Burris and a few other favorites, such as Alyssa Milano and Brooklyn Decker. So be sure to tune in and subscribe to Me Becoming Mom, and you just might be hearing Zoe on our podcast soon. All right, uh, Salt Lake City. Oh, Mary, Mary, I, God, it's like, it's so hard because I love her and I know she's crazy. And I think she really is kind of like doing some bad things with her church, but God, like, is she not the most entertaining housewife right now in Salt Lake? She, yeah, no, she is. I just think like she has, she doesn't want to be married. I think because she is a pastor of her church, she doesn't want to get divorced but basically they are just married on paper, but live completely different separate lives. And she seems so annoyed by him and the whole like long grain, short grain rice. I'm just going like, to say he doesn't that. know what rice I like. He makes the wrong one. Like I, I need to hear die. from like rice aficionados. Like, I mean, I do have certain rices I prefer over another. Like I love a good basmati. Um, you know, like I don't like just plain like white rice. Like I I do like a little bit more of like a whole wheat, like nutty flavor to it. But I like, I don't think I've ever gotten mad at somebody like, how dare you make me short grain rice. So I'm like, I was raised on like rice and beans. And so rice is like a huge part of Dominican food. Um, And I've made white rice. And that's actually the one of, one of the few things that I can actually make but I can't, I can tell you, I remember short grain or long grain. I didn't even know there was a difference. So I had to look it up and now I'm Googling to see like, what kind is it? It doesn't really matter. But there, I mean, I guess there is a difference. And I hey, I mean, really say I don't eat that. enough rice to really talk about this, uh, but I, I like gr- white rice. There's just plain better. white rice. Yes. My mom, like if I were to give you my mom's white rice, you'd be like, oh. This is good. I probably like it. Not um, Uncle Ben's, not Uncle Ben's, none of that shit. Like, yeah. it's so good. I just, and then her beans, I'm not a bean person, but like. Oh, see, I uh, love beans. Oh, you would probably like, you know, arroz con habichuela. You would love it. Mm. I mean, I don't even know what you just said, but I love it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the way you said it to me, very sexy. I know. I was just, <laughs> just, you know, rice and beans. Uh, let's, so a duo that's not going to be rice and beans is Whitney and Lisa. Why are we forcing them to be friends? This felt so staged and awkward. I was like, we don't need this. It was really awkward. That whole situation was staged. Then when, is her name Angie? The girl that came up and like brought yeah, the up, caterer. Like, that was the caterer. so awkward. That was so awkward and staged. And it was just. I don't need those two to happen. I don't, I think we can stop. I think the husbands can hang out. If they really want to hang out, just hang out. <laughs> you don't have to hang out with your wives have to be there too. 
Just yeah, why, yeah, why do the whys have to be? Maybe yeah, this is the Mormon way. But I feel like that's just like part of the storyline. I just thought it was very weird. Like having the caterers come out and being like, I can't believe what's going on. I'm like, okay. I do like how like Whitney's like, I'm being set up and I'm not like, I'm not going to fall for this. I was like, good for you because this did feel very staged and very much like a setup. But so did them like working out and doing that weird silks class. I was just like, I, I don't know if I'm buying that these two truly want to be friends, but. And I think it's okay. You know, right? Yeah. Like not everyone you meet, like think about our kids. I always have to remind myself this because like our kids will come up and say, I don't like so-and-so. And they're like, so like honest. And it's like, that's fine. And the same thing for adults. You're not going to yeah. jive with everyone. And that's the beauty of reality TV. Like they don't have to like each other. And I'm here. I like them more when they don't like each other. Those two. Let's talk about Jenny. Um, like her, I just, I don't know her story. So first she tells the women about how her husband really wants another kid, but she has gone through 10 miscarriages delivered at 42 weeks and the baby didn't make it like she's gone through a lot of shit. She's also in her forties and has had her tubes tied. So like, I mean, realistically she's not having any more kids. I think it's weird that her husband keeps pushing this, but I think if she's talking to the women about it, like it's something that's really bothering her. It was, I mean, that's trauma. And I think for me and hearing her husband, Dewey, just be like, well, get a surrogate. Like, I'm just like, dude, that's trauma. Regardless of the surrogate or not, her body has been through it. 10, I couldn't even imagine one. I've been fortunate. I've not had a miscarriage, but I couldn't even imagine one, let alone 10. And then to lose a baby, um, you know, stillborn, essentially. Oh, I don't know how I know. the I baby mean, was born, but like, yeah. I, I just can't. And like, just... And it's also her body. It's you got to respect that. And then the whole like sister wife thing. That was really weird to me because like, she's like, I know in our culture but that this happens and stuff. And that like, she talked about, I guess his dad or something, but wouldn't that be something you would talk about earlier on in your marriage? If you were like open to that, even like if it is part of your culture, I, I don't know. I just felt like, like, I don't think it was just assumed that they might have a sister wife and and then she also brought up a good point. Like she doesn't want to deal with a newborn. Like that's when he was like, yeah. Cause she's like, I don't really know if I want to do a newborn. And he was like a sister wife. I'm like, that's such a weird comment. Like you so selfishly want more kids that you're going to jeopardize potentially your marriage over it. Yeah. Like it's, that's, it was so fucked up. And honestly. he's a doctor. Like he it's should so know. Fucked up. Like, yeah. I, I don't just, know. Yeah. Um, this is really random, but I do want to say Meredith is a lot more athletic than I would have thought for somebody who carries themselves and like acts the way she does. She's a great skier. And then she was like, she looked like a natural out there trying to play tennis with Mary. <laughs> I love it. Again, this is like things that brings joy to me, you guys, because Abby is truly the most competitive person. So he hearing her uh, talk about this, just, I loved it. <laughs> I love it. You're right. <laughs> But I was just like, wow, Meredith, so unexpected. Um, okay, let's go to Potomac. Um, and let's just all take a minute to whip our dicks out. Because apparently that's what the men are doing over there on this couple's trip. A lot of dick talk. A lot of dick talk. Uh, Gordon's out of control. I feel like after this season, Mia's going to pull like an Ashley Darby where Michael Darby like just has scenes with the kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's shown in a positive light. And be like, okay, 
gee, you are no more. Like we don't need to see Brown Dicks, Chris Brown Dick. We don't need to see Gordon's, whatever he's got back in there. I felt so bad for Eddie looked traumatized. In that moment. And I think Eddie's like, I thought we were just having a nice trip. Like, why are we all trying to show our dicks? It was very weird. I think Gordon's going to be a liability. He gets very drunk, says inappropriate things. Like I could just see some of the women almost saying like, I don't feel comfortable filming with him when he's drunk. And I, I would understand that. I I mean, obviously we're going to see it more next, the next episode, but him even going head to head with Ashley. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a fan. I'll just, so far I'm not loving it. Um, okay. So Giselle and Robin do get their own hotel room. I don't blame, like, I felt like people were acting like they were being kind of high maintenance and maybe the way they did it wasn't necessarily the best. Although I think they were pretty upfront about not loving their room situation, it's like the sharing the bathroom, but also the bathroom wasn't even on the same floor that they were on. So poor Giselle with a broken foot. Like if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you have a broken foot. You're going to put your boot on, go down the steps, hope you don't fall and hope you don't pee yourself. Like I get it. I would have gotten a hotel. Oh, a thousand percent. And also like, I get like, well, not wanting to share a bathroom with grown men. I mean, I think Robin was being a little dramatic, being like, they pee all over the floor. I'm like, you're a boy mom. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they do with your younger ones, but I don't know. Grown men, I I, have, I don't know. But like they poop, they take long poops and all that. <laughs> so I, I, I totally got it. I did think it was like kind of funny that they were leaving at like midnight. Just so dramatic. That Yeah, I did love that. It's so dramatic. <laughs> Dramatic, like we're gonna leave. <laughs> it's thirty minutes away, but we're gonna check in. And Scott was like, so "I feel like we're sneaking out." <laughs> like she was like helping them carry all their bags down. Um, okay, so Michael, I think you know, has the boys by himself for probably the first time. Definitely the first time with the two of them alone. And um, I really hated his the way he parents. One that he doesn't even listen to Ashley. So apparently, Dean wasn't being very good. Wasn't going to bed. So he told him multiple times he was a bad boy. And Ashley was like, I really don't want you to do that. Um, and there's a lot of like research about like not saying like good boy, bad boy, you know, like that, like it's just not like necessarily the best thing to say to kids. But like, even if you like don't agree with that, like I think you should respect your partner's parenting style. Yeah. And also he's a, just a kid. Like he's just uh, a yeah, kid. He's Actually, not even two it, yet. He's not even too, he's a kid, like he's, he's a developmentally, yeah. like he's a child. And I, I do think there's something to respecting people's parenting styles because I parent different than my husband does. And I'm sure you do it's from Kevin, but in this situation, I think he should respect her input and where she's coming from. Like the thing that we've been saying a lot lately in our household, I've been telling Mia, I'm like, no matter what, no matter if you make good choices or bad choices, I still love you. And ultimately like you're, your child wants to be loved and not equate certain things to being good. Oh, if I do this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. That's like, no, I do Dr. the same Becky thing. That's funny though. Me. But that's my- very Dr. Becky of me, but <laughs> it's something I'm very conscious of because I find myself as a parent yelling. I mean, lately, just because she hasn't been keeping her hands to herself. That's a whole nother thing. I could, that's another show for you guys. What is my <laughs> child doing today? But What's I Mia up to today? Yeah, there's our new segment. I, that's our new segment, but I just don't ever want her to feel because I'm constantly being like, don't do that. Don't do this. That I don't love her. Yeah. And I just think sometimes like, yeah, I agree. I uh, will say the same thing. And then like my kids though, then like want to test it. Like, well, if I did this, would you still love me? I'm like, oh, I would prefer you don't do that, but I would still love you. Like it's, I don't know. I think my kids just love to test boundaries. 
but yeah, I just didn't, I didn't love that. And, um, I don't know. I just, I felt like, I I just, I feel like maybe Michael should have just had the nanny. Um, can we talk for a minute though? Mia just like literally lounging in her lingerie. Yeah. And the next morning just wearing her lingerie and then she had like a sheer, like black robe. I mean, (laughs) whatever, whatever. Didn't have like a little bit of Ashley's breast milk in her coffee, like no big deal. I know it was very like, I don't know. I was just like, okay, you feel very comfortable being the newbie. Um, all right. So they've had this wild night out. Everyone's pretty hungover. They're waking up very late in the day. I do think it was a little odd that Wendy is like the host didn't even like, just like buy like a quiche or a breakfast casserole that she could just throw in the oven. Maybe that's the Midwest in me, but like I would have pre-made a casserole and had like some sort of bre- breakfast, uh, available. Uh, for everyone. I mean, I think any like solid host would have something. Yeah. And you know, like, like McDonald's, bre- like, yeah, like have something McDonald's. brought in. I don't know. I'm like, I just thought it was a little odd. Everyone, they were like kind of on their own. And then she acted like annoyed that G didn't want to make food for everyone, but I don't blame him. He's like, I don't usually cook for a lot of people. Uh, But I will say, so everyone looks like they're not necessarily doing their best. And what better activity than getting on a boat hung over and eating a bunch of seafood? I mean, that's like the worst thing. And Chris, he looked like shit. I felt, like I that. honestly felt kind of bad for him. Like I could feel his hangover through the screen because that no way, like just, I've ugh, no way. Um, no idea. Yeah. I, I also love, so Ascala and Robin are having a conversation about the whole situation with Wendy. I did appreciate that. Robin said to her, I don't care. Like you can be friends with Wendy, even if Wendy and I are not friends, I don't want you to ever feel like, you know, because you were my friend, I brought you in that you like can't befriend other people, which I thought was very mature. Although I'm not really buying that they were that close. Um, like, I don't think they were like best friends, but, um, I love that Mia vaguely listens to this and decides to go up to Wendy and be like, they're saying that you're a completely different person from who you are last year, which was not at all what was said. No, Mia is giving Ashley a break while she's pumping um, <laughs> to just pot stir, but she's not subtle like Ashley. She just plays a game of telephone and botches everything that's been said and like taking things out of context. And I'm here for it. I think it's funny. And she does it with like such a smirk. I know. She's <laughs> very much like, oh, well, I must got have it wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. But we end on a high note for now. Candace and Wendy apologize, which I'm like, that's good. Well, Candace and Mia, Candace and Wendy were fine. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. Candace and Mia. My notes were bad. Oh no. I just didn't want people to start thinking something happened with Wendy and Candace, but yeah. So I will say what I love about Potomac is like, they really will do the apologies and it seems like for an episode or two, they'll be fine. Something will come back up. I know this isn't the end of it, but, um, I, I don't know. I just appreciate that they quickly can move past things. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to next week. I will say like, what a great week though we've had. I mean, we didn't talk about pump. You guys all say about pump is the main reason why Sandoval paid for James, um, engagement was, I think he just wanted to show to Ariana, like he wants to one day get engaged and this is what he's capable of. That was actually a sweet moment. I, I really, you know, he, all he wants in this world is to marry Ariana. And I thought that was actually sweet. I did too. I, I was like, oh, and like, it seemed like she was receptive to it. And she even said like, 
if this is how someone's going to propose, how would you say no? So I'm like, oh, maybe. And not that I think everyone needs to get married, but I was just like, I'm here for another pump wedding for a couple that like I, I can stomach more than others. Um, but that was really it. And, but what a great week though. Like I'm really excited when our house is here. We still have two more Beverly Hills reunions. We're still going strong with Salt Lake. And then Potomac, we're nearing the end, but that's okay. Like it's only going to get better as we get closer to the end. Yeah. And I think coming in December, I think is when OC is going to come back. (laughs) Sorry. Great. Woo. Woo. Cannot wait for that one. I'm going to put that right in the category of Vanderpump rules um, as shows that I will watch if there's nothing else on, Uh, which really never seems to be the case anymore. (laughs) No. Abby and I were, we've been having so much conversations. I've been telling my friends, I'm like, I can't keep up like between no. just scripted shows, all the reality you is back. I'm like, I can't, I just finished made and now I'm into you. It's like, I don't know. I like succession literally have no life back. It's just, yeah, I know. Oh, succession. So good. And, um, why the morning show with Oh, I need to watch that. And Ted Lasso. Oh my God. Ted Lasso. Well, this season ended, but I know you haven't done Ted Lasso yet. You really should. I just, yeah. There's all right. Well, here's a look into what Vanessa and I talk about. If you guys are ever like, what are they like when they're not on the podcast? Pretty boring. It's basically literally us talking about TV shows. Occasionally we talk about what's going on in our lives. Our children. (laughs) We'll laugh because like Vanessa will go on a trip or I'll go on a trip. I'm like, I didn't know you were going there. I'm like, we realized we literally just talk majority of the time now about Bravo and TV, but that's all right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, shout out shout. Yeah. I was say before we get into the, the spiel, we're going to do our shout out. I want to give the shout out this week to all the Bravo holics, whether you have, you know, a Bravo account page or not, there's amazing creators. I think we've been very fortunate to create these wonderful friendships with people that we've met on the internet, which is so wild. Um, you know, to the point where we went to Lucy on the grounds wedding, We've been, we're going to be going to mixing with Monty's bridal shower and her wedding. Like, it's just so cool that we met these people through Bravo on the internet. And now they're like, we're a part of their lives. They're a part of ours, but also just all of you diehard fans out there. Those of you that listen to us message us. So this was Bravaholic, you know, kind of appreciation week. So I want to give the shout out to all of the Bravo fans. That's an excellent shout out. And I'm like in true form, I'm not. Um, ready, but I want to give my shout out to Randall because I want to give it to him because no, I love nothing more than man bashing and nothing brings the world together more than someone who scorns a woman. And we'll discuss that more on our Patreon, but I want to give it to him because that brought me a lot of content this week. And um, (laughs) thanks Randall for being an asshole. I feel like that's like the jackal of the day. It um, is a bit jackalish, yeah. but that's the energy I'm bringing in. I like it. I'm here yeah. for it. Um, all right. Well, as Vanessa said, if you want to hear more about why we don't like Rand, why Jen Edmonds fucking sucks, so many other things, Teresa's engaged. Are we happy? Are we not? Go over to our Patreon real. Um, it's patreon.com backslash real moms of Bravo, but it, uh, enjoying for $3 a month. But if you want to support us in a free way, the easiest way to do it is, subscribe to our podcast, hit five stars. And if you have 30 seconds, leave us a written review. Um, You guys probably hear this every week, but it truly means the world to us. It's how we're able to get fun Bravo celebrities on. It's how we're able to get feeding littles on a a couple of weeks ago. It just lets us bring in some of these subject matter experts um, to have them answer the questions that you guys are asking. So 
Thank you so much for supporting us and we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.